Well, hello there, and welcome to Ask Allie, your place for life advice with a metaphysical twist. Today is Monday, April 25th, 2016. I want to thank you for tuning in and giving me a listen to. If you'd like to get a reading, email me at AllieThies at Yahoo.com or hit me up on Keen. Info is in the show's notes. And if you'd like to support me and the Ask Allie podcast on Patreon, that information to do that is also in the show notes. And I'd like to give a big shout out to Sandy because Sandy is my very first patron on Patreon. <laughs> patron on Patreon. Yes, so thank you, thank you, thank you, Sandy. Uh, your support is greatly appreciated. Now, I am doing this podcast on Sunday, the 24th, for you to get it on the 25th. And Sarah, who has been sleeping all day, is now awake. <laughs> she likes this podcast. I don't quite get it. But I have found, since I'm driving the bus, or learning to drive the bus, that if I do the podcast on Sunday, that I make sure I, it's done for Monday. Say, I'm thinking ahead. <laughs> Yay, team. Um, and speaking of the bus, things are going well. I parallel parked like a boss last week, and I also did this thing called dry docking, which is where you pull past um, where you need to back in and park at, and then park the back of the bus between these two lines. And I did it five times in a row without knocking over any cones. I know, Sarah. It was exciting. I was quite pleased with myself. (laughs) I can't parallel park a car, and I cannot back up a car into a spot. But by God, I can do it with a bus. So go figure on that one. Um, I've tried to take my CDL written test. Um, I flunked twice already. Um... You can't miss, if you miss 11, it's an automatic flunk. And there's 50 questions in the general knowledge part. And I have to take that first before I can move on to air brakes and then bus passenger stuff. And both times, I hit number 11 on the 50th. So I'm like, Arr. but I will try it again this week. I'll keep, I'm going to pass it one way or the other. I just wish it was kind of sooner rather than later. But I will not give up. Now, something interesting happened last week. Well, bless you. Um, Something interesting happened last week. Now, for those of you who have been with me for a while, many years ago, God, when was it? 2006, maybe? 2007, possibly? Somewhere in there, before Iris came in. Um, So I had these two guides named Ethan and Andrew. And I loved Ethan and Andrew. And always with Andrew was Paul. Now, Ethan is uh, is a guide I've never met, as far as I know, um, in a lifetime. Andrew is my grandmother's first husband, who was my grandfather's brother. The grandma and Andy got married very young. Uh, I think there was she was. 15 or 16 and he was 18 and unfortunately about a year later after they got married he died of pneumonia and since this was the 30s you know grandpa stepped up and said you know I'm gonna take care of your wife he took care of grandma and well here I am Uh, so anyway so Andy is one of my guides and then believe it or not when Paul Newman died I don't know why Paul Newman is like Andy's um, protege, I guess. I don't know. 
But wherever there's, whenever Andy shows up in my energy, so does Paul Newman. Even still. And I, I just, I love when they're all around because it's such vibrant and exciting energy. And they all first showed up uh, right when I was really getting into out-of-body ecstasy and figuring out soulmates. Um, even deeper, you know, I knew about Bill and Ted and Vincent and all them on the surface, but I was really starting to dive in and learn more, research more, study more, write stuff. And when Ira showed up, everyone just kind of left because, you know, she was kind of domineering and they haven't been back. Well, they showed up on Monday. I was um, a bus aide on uh, on a bus and <clears throat> two of the kids on it are Ethan and Andrew. And I've been on this bus before, and the names, it never triggered, it never triggered anything. I would talk to all the kids and say their names and nothing. And then last Monday, and I don't know what, what events set off the aha moment, but I said, I think Ethan, and then I said, he said something to Andrew, and then the light bulb went off. Oh my God, that's what they've been trying to tell me. Eagle Sky's been trying to tell me. Ethan and Andrew were back. And right when I remembered that, I saw this this truck pass by with the name Andrew on the side. It was a it was a business that had the name Andrew on the side. And then I looked over, and there was like an Ethan Furniture Store. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I got it. So they're back, and that's very very exciting for me. Um, Eagle Sky is still here. He's he's kind of like you know watching over the trio. Hell, he's Eagle Sky still, you know, doing his thing. But they're here to get me back on to Soulful Connections, the book, so that I finish the damn thing. And this past week, I realized all this time what I've been doing wrong and why I have not jumped back in to finish it. When I originally wrote the book, it's huge. It's a massive book, and it had over 900 pages. I've managed to whittle it down to 600 and something, and it's still too big. And they told me, hey, you know, what you need to do, you have the how-to part, and that's fantastic. Weave a few of the soulmate stories in with the how-to, and then the actual stories that take up this gigantic portion of it, have them on as add-ons. So the people who buy the book, they can sign up to be part of this group. And in this group, they get all this free stuff. And part of the free stuff is the stories of the soulmates. And you can talk about soulmates. It's like a soulful connection uh, group or something. I'm like, damn, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! So we're back on schedule with that. And, um, what else? What else am I going to for? Oh, I am getting ready to gear up the Story Studio podcast where I'm going to be interviewing storytellers. Uh, I'm putting out emails this week um, before Thursday hits. Mercury Retrograde, by the way, starts on Thursday. And hopefully, you know, I figure by the time I send out emails and stuff and people get back to me and we set stuff up, Mercury Retrograde will be over. <laughs> so, you know, because it takes people forever to get back, normally. So we'll see how 
that goes. So I'm pretty damn excited about that. And I'm working on the author platform classes for the Story and Promote website. Yes. And what really set fire, okay, what else set fire under my ass this past week <clears throat> is, you know, believe it or not, not, not the fact that I'll be losing the house, even though the, the, that still is quite troubling to me, but I'm, I'm going with it, uh, despite the fact that Kyle is um, pretty upset with me still because of the whole fiasco, but that's neither here nor there. What f- set fire under my ass was Prince dying last week. Because it, <laughs> it was like somebody stabbed me in the heart. And I've never been, I mean, I, I like Prince. I always liked his music. And I always liked how he was outside of everyone's comfort zone. You know, he pushed the boundaries. He said, you know, F you. And he, he did what he wanted. And he was a very private person. And besides the fact being, you know, very talented. And I... The last time I bought any of his work was back in the it was back in the eighties, um, and I went and dug out my my cassette tapes. I still have them, uh, but him dying, I, I I can't quite figure out what it is about him dying and and feeling like stabbing in my heart that that got that fire going, <clears throat> but it did. And with that fire going, I re-engaged with this um, motivational person that I started following about 15 years ago when he first released his his first book. Um, His name is Brandon Bouchard, B-U-C-H-A-R-D. And check out his YouTubes, his YouTube videos. He's, He's a fantastic motivational speaker, and he intertwines spirituality and energy and all that into what he teaches, which is why I liked him all those years ago. But three or four years ago, I put him on the back burner, and I don't know how that happened. I don't know why it just did. But Prince dying set the fire under my ass, and even though I've been getting Brandon's emails, you know, his newsletter for the last, I think, 10 years, I've rarely ever opened any of them, so I opened one. And one thing led to another, and I spent the last, what little I had left of my um, uh, tax refund, there wasn't a lot there, but what little I had left uh, on, on a class. I actually finally, after all these years, bought a class out, off of the man. And between Prince and Brandon and this, this class, which is awesome, what's the name of it? Because I stopped listening to do this podcast. So it's, it's called the Achievement Accelerator. That's it. Um, set up for the class. And that is getting me motivated to do things. So between Prince and Brandon. And Andrew and Ethan and Paul showing back up again. It's just like, okay girl. You know, you put the message out. 911, you need support. You need a push. You need this, that, and the other. Here we are. Let's rock and roll. And I'll be damned. We're rocking and rolling. So, yeah, we're already 12 minutes into this podcast. And we haven't gotten anywhere except listening to me talk about what's going on. So thank you. Thank you for still being here if you are still listening. And, um, yeah, good stuff. Anyways, good stuff. Moving forward. Um, it's time for the Tarot Overview of the Week, and this week I also decided to pull out a different deck. I'm using the Tree Magic deck by Gillian Kemp, 
and this too is a deck I haven't used very often and uh, it's a nice deck so it's called tree magic so what do I do is I, I put out three cards which I did and I'm gonna hit the jeopardy theme you guys decide which card you want one two or three I'll tell you what one two or three mean and whatever card you picked that's the type of energy that will be with you for the upcoming week. Got it? Alright, so let's go to Jeopardy, shall we? Maybe. You know, I'm still glad you guys can't see me, uh, <laughs> when that music's on because I dance every time. Uh, so what'd you pick? A one, a number two, or a number three. And again, I pick my card before I turn anything over. So when I turn them over and I see what I picked, <laughs> I'm going to surprise is when I'm going to tell you guys what card you picked. Okay? And for uh, general knowledge, I picked card three this time around. So... If you picked card number one, you picked the hazelnut tree. The hazelnut tree is all about protection and good luck. It helps you to advance confidently in the direction of your dreams. The hazelnut tree is the good luck card and it vibrates to number 44. Excellent number. Um, and it says here in the book, it's an earth tree. And the answer to a dilemma is intimate. The hazelnut is a magical tree for relaying messages, which is why a Y-shaped hazel branch is used for divination. You will crack a situation. The hazelnut tree bestows powers of wisdom symbolized by the crackling of the nutshell to get to the nourishment inside. The nut and shell also represent the heart within the body and the female fertility because the nut is like a baby inside of a mother's womb. With such life-giving qualities, this tree is an auspicious sign that love and new projects have the magical ingredients for success. Male and female flowers bring born on separate trees forecast a lover's meeting. Huh. There you go. So the hazelnut tree, if you pick card number one. If you pick card number two, you have the ginkgo tree. It vibrates to number 48 and... It is also an earth tree. Uh, the ginkgo tree is all about joy. It's like treasures that arrive like gifts from heaven, may be of spirit or of the earth. A rare and fruitful event is forecast for you to treasure, symbolized by the silver fruit, the translation of the Chinese word yinko or ginkgo. The event will be quite extraordinary because the ginkgo is the only surviving member of a species so ancient that its leaf veins predate those found in any other living tree. Fall could bring a spectacular change as the fan-shaped leaves turn from apple gold to brilliant yellow. Someone may need to fan the flames of passion. The Chinese call the ginkgo the godfather-godson tree because it takes one or two generations to produce fruit. Rich rewards destined for you when the time is right cannot be hastened. Hmm. So, you have the ginkgo tree. It's an earth tree and it vibrates to number 48. Now, number three, if you pick this like yours truly, you picked the quince tree. Q-U-I-N-C-E. The quince tree. It vibrates to the number 20 and it is called 
one of the heaven trees. This is all about fruitfulness and seeds that hold their ground today bear the fruits of present and future happiness. Hmm. An arriving fruit may not be genuine, permanent, or good fruit. That's a cherry tree. (laughs) Poor little cherries. Okay, the quince tree. (laughs) Life is becoming more rich and beautiful because the quince is one of the most attractive of the fruit trees. Yay! It is the color of wealth, silver, gold, and green. Widespreading with an elegant trunk, it reveals that your social circle and wealth will branch and increase. Spiritual riches may grow and you may be going to places of splendor symbolized by leaves that are silvery on the underside and lush green on top. The fragrant quince fruit with this mysterious flavor looks like a big yellow pear and is womb-like. The quince being a sexual symbol for a fertile female indicates that the intuitive feminine side of your psyche will bring your labors to fruitation. Huh. So that's number 20, the quince tree. One is the hazelnut tree, vibrates to 44, and it's about good luck. Two is the ginkgo tree, vibrates to 48, and it's about joy. And three, the quince tree, vibrates to number 20, and it is about fruitfulness. Hmm. The quince, I'm just going to read the sexual symbol for... for da, da. So I have to bring up the more feminine side of my psyche. More feminine side, more caring, more open, more connecting... Which, interesting enough, when I was watching one of Brandon's uh, little videos, he was talking about that exact same thing. So, it has been told twice to me in one day. I got it. Yep. All right. So, the tarot overview of the week. (laughs) We got it all the way down here. And my topic, my topic, interesting enough, it's not going to take that long for me to tell you about it. <laughs> so, and also, I picked this topic last week. It just, that's right, Lucky Ducky, I did. Picked the topic last week. It's its unmotivated. The reason why may surprise you. You know, a lot of people, when they're unmotivated, they're like, ah, I suck. It's all me. <laughs> why aren't I getting things done? I'm procrastinating. Um... I'm fearful. You know, you see all these horrible things to yourself when you're unmotivated. You know, you're motivated to talk shit to yourself, but you're not motivated enough to do something about it. And the more self-talk you give yourself, the more unmotivated you get. Now, when you talk crap to yourself, you are creating a lot of brownish or blackish energy. Negative energy gets very heavy. The more crap you talk to yourself, the more you build that up. Now, the original reason, the core of why you were unmotivated, 80% of the time, 80-85 even percent of the time, it's not even you. You're not at the core of the unmotivation or of not being motivated. What it usually is, is two things. One past lives coming back up to say hey and rearing its ugly head which true it is you but it is not the current you it is the past you and two it's other people when you're out and about during your day whether it's going to work 
you know, going shopping, talking with your family, talking with your neighbors, gabbing with your friends, whomever you come in contact with, regardless who they are, and whether it is in person or online. You have an energy exchange. You could be talking back and forth to somebody on Facebook, and it's still an energy exchange. Because remember, energy is everywhere. Energy has no boundaries, ever. So I can be on Facebook here. You can be on Facebook there. We could be talking back and forth to one another. And there's still energy exchanged back and forth. You get a little bit of my energy. I get a little bit of your energy. Okay? Now, throughout your day, if you find yourself talking to people who complain constantly or bitch constantly or um, just are not in very good moods, you, by talking with them, you are having an energy exchange. You absorb some of their energy. They absorb some of your energy. And if you're going from person to person to person to person talking about your day, by the time you come home, you have all of their little energies in you. Okay? They've attached themselves to you like little roaches. And they're all scurrying about. And you try to give yourself some great self-talk. Oh, yeah, I need to get this done. Let's go. Let's get moving. Woohoo! And all those little, those little roaches, they just, because, you know, they can survive a nuclear bomb. They can survive you going, woohoo, let's get going. And nothing happens. So then what happens is then you start creating the crap talk. That's when you start beating yourself up. Oh, you suck. <laughs> you dang wench. Ugh, kick yourself in the butt. Keep going. And then that self-talk just makes those roaches happy. It makes them grow bigger. All right. So the more crap talk you're talking, the bigger the roaches are getting. And then you've got all this this gookily, gunky roach stuff. And you go back out and you're talking to people on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, out and about, on the telephone, you know. And you got that energy exchange. You have all this googly got crap. And you're like, hey, here's some of my energy, man. And they're like, eh. <laughs> so then... When, when, when you start having those exchanges and you're, you're, you're giving out the crap, the crap energy, and even though people might not um, actively realize it, but that they're taking your crap energy and some of the little roach poop is going over there, they start staying away from you, which causes you what? More self-bad talk, which creates bigger roaches, which keeps more people away from you. And all this time, you're being more and more and more unmotivated. <laughs> right? Are you with me? And the core of this, what started the unmotivation to begin with, was that you were talking to people who kept bitching and complaining. It had sour energy to begin with. So, how can you get rid of the roaches without, you know, putting off a nuclear explosion? Well, you can put off your own little energy nuclear explosion. And there's a few ways to do that. Uh, one, when take your shower at night before you go to bed. Better yet, take your shower when you come home from work or from, you know, being out and about all day. You take your shoes off, change your clothes, shower. That helps get the, the immediate energy off. You can burn, we'll say burn the incense that's right for you, whether it's frankincense, sage, 
a combination of sandalwood, sandalwood and mirth. One of those, one of those three, and I say sandalwood and mirth together as one. <clears throat> one of those three, or just sandalwood, it's up to you. It just smells better with the sandalwood and mirth together. It has a nice aroma. So one of the three. Burn one of the three uh, daily. And, you know, put your arms through there, kind of like make the smoke go around you. That helps to kill the roaches. You don't want to burn anything? Okay, don't burn something. Instead, ring a bell. Bells make that energy go away. It makes the roaches die. The roaches don't like the, don't like the bells. So ring bells all around you. Like get the hell away from me. What? You don't have any bells? Well, you can clap. You're going to clap around you. Break up the noise. And yes, I'm clapping as I'm talking to you. <laughs> my bell's not next to me. I want to rung my bell. Um, that helps to break up the roaches and to go away. See, if the roaches have nothing to cling on to, none of that blacky, gooky stuff, then they go away. Because they're attracted to the blacky, gooky stuff. So all this, the, the, frank, the frankincense, mirth, sandalwood, sage, whatever you want to burn, the clapping, the bells... Um, the shower, the changing of clothes, that's breaking up the, the black gookity gook. And then the roaches go away. Okay. Um, oh, and then, of course, crystals. Crystals always help. A regular quartz crystal. You know, um, but I would use the quartz crystals in addition to one of the other methods I just said. Black, I mean, you don't want to say it wrong, black torlamine, torlamine, it's great to carry around with you if you're around a lot of negative people. Um, uh, I see it. I can't pronounce it. My, my mind's going blank. Onyx. Onyx is also a great stone. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, if you, if you find yourself doing this quite a bit to, you know, get rid of the gookly gook and make the, the cockroaches go away... Maybe you ought to think about who you're associating with. And um, tell them, instead of complaining, instead of being reactive, hey, be proactive and do something. I, this has been, this has been a tough year. Yes, it's, it's been, you know, squeezing the life out of Kyle and I. But it is um, propelling us to go on these new adventures. And I think that's a positive thing. So I am going back to the, going, and I say going back because I'm human and I, I go back and forth. Um, going back to thinking more positive as opposed to complaining. If I want to complain, say you want to complain about something. I'm finding that's easier just to, to jot it down instead of actually verbalizing it to somebody. We all got our crap. We all got problems. Nobody, nobody is living in you know sunshines and, and rainbows, twenty four seven. Because we're human beings and um, we're stupid. <laughs> we do stupid things all the time. But it's it's if you catch yourself from from doing all that, if you catch yourself from listening and engaging with people who do that all the time, your energy will feel better, and you will be more motivated to do things. It's like again, I want to say Brandon. Brandon is very upbeat. He speaks. He speaks very positive. He jokes around quite a bit. Um, 
with things, and he's very uh, down to earth, which is why I I can connect to his message very easily. Why I get him. Um, And if you find, oh, Allie, I'm around positive people all the time. I don't listen to people complain, eh, but I still, I'm not motivated to do crap. (laughs) Well, then it's probably a past life thing that's coming up to bite you in the ass. And all the methods I mentioned will work as well with past lives. Okay? Everything I mentioned will work to to break up the black goopity goop, which makes the cockroaches go away. All right? You do not want to be a roach motel. It's not a good look on you. All right? <laughs> All right. So I want to thank you for joining me here at Ask Alley. If you like this episode, please write it on iTunes and tell your friends. The more people who listen, the more people I can help have their aha moments. Please join me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you can also find me, the author, at AllieFeast.com. You guys have yourself an absolutely wonderful week. I have a feeling... Big things are going to be happening for all of us. Have a fantastic week, and I will catch you next Monday. Have a good one, guys. Bye.